0: Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by Bibi Dalman and Rosaline McNally. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of Earth School, and welcome, Bibi. Hey. Mm-hmm. so this week is another little continuation sort of diving deeper and expanding out around the theme of running a soul-centered business um, being yes being called to create in, in that way and express yourself in that way and one that nourishes you and in the work that you do Um and we want to sort of in this episode just sort of share a couple of the questions that we've received in, but also potentially even go into our own experience of what those can look like and what they look like for us, not us and this is the way to do it, but us and to see just sort of behind the curtains, as I always like to call it. We don't often see behind the <laughs> curtains and we think everything's just automatically brought to life in one day and we don't maybe see the full mm. evolution cycle of it. So will we mm. dive in, Bibi? Yeah, mm. let's go. So go. the little question is... How key are collaborations and support with other business owners for the development and success of your business?
1: That is such a good Isn't question. It? I love, I love all of the questions that are coming in. They're just so concise. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um. Well, really, it it can be as important or not as you'd like it to be <laughs> like, you know, I ran, I would say about the first 10 years of my business, pretty much mm-hmm. solo. Um, sort of the only collab- collaborations the yoga teacher was like the relationships I had to studio and studio owners and, or spaces that are rented in that way. Uh, but the work I did was completely um, m- sort of coming through me and, um, And you know what, looking back for me personally was a really important process. I think it really allowed me to sort of hone in on what is it that I want to teach and how is it that I want to teach it. And also, you know, I mean, when you do things alone, it becomes very quickly, very clear what you're really good at naturally and what are sort of the more difficult aspects. And I don't even mean like across a sense of business, like where that's marketing or the actual teaching or offerings, but even within, you know, the cycle of the creative cycle of when when you're about to bring a new product, a new service, a new offering out into the world, you know, like the parts of the cycle that you might naturally be, they might come much more easier to you than others. And so I think having worked by myself, figuring all of that out, I think was then key to choosing the right people to collaborate. Like I've, I've collaborated before as well. And it wasn't that the people went, went right, it wasn't that, but I didn't quite understand on an energetic level sort of the exchange and where I actually needed. You needed to really, I really need to feel like, where is it that I need support, mm-hmm. you know? And and then finding people that go like, hey, this is actually, this is my forte. This is coming easy to me. And you're like, what, do you want to do that? Yeah, I love doing that. I was like, okay, so to understand that, uh, that only came later on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's, I don't know, it, it depends, you know? Some people have really successful businesses doing it mostly by themselves Mm -hmm. content wise they might just collaborate on the marketing side maybe a little bit with others um, and then others start right from the get-go and that can be super successful Mm too.
0: I think it depends on I think it depends also on your business like what you're actually Mm -hmm. either offering or selling or whatever it might be like um, and I think also it depends on like does it actually suit you and why why do you mm. feel you might need to collaborate or want to collaborate? What do you feel it's going to give you that you maybe can't give yourself? Do you know? Like initially, I can't. You know, it's like am I doing it because it's the only way I think I can, or you no? Know, because mm. to me, it's a space too. Like for, for years, I did everything on my own, like that way. Like, and I never thought of anything else because I've just enjoying my work like <laughs> that way. But I think it's like a space to consider. You know, who would I like to work with? What kind of people would I like to? to collaborate with like what in a sense do I hope like what is the intention really behind collaborating like do you know mm-hmm. like to me that's because to me it's like a relationship I wouldn't enter into collaborating willy nilly with just anybody and that's not a ego thing or anything like that there just that if I'm in I'm in like do you know like I don't mm-hmm. go like I'll be in here for a week and then or two months or three months and I'll delete dally somewhere else like it's like my energy just doesn't work that way if I'm going to commit my energy to something it's going to go all in like so to me it's like you know the intention behind like this relationship you know like where do we want it in a sense to go and without letting it know it has to last forever but still that very much conscious intentional work and stepping into it to me is so important as well like do you know like Mm -hmm. rather than just going okay you know like it Apparently what's selling now is a mix of X and Z. So now I need to find a person who does X, Y, Z, like, because then we can do this together and it will open up to a wider audience, which is a really good, yes, concept. But to me, like, for me, it's about the energy input that goes into that, that I only want to do that mm. if I really want to do that. And if it really excites me and I really want to do it with that person and sort of allow that to grow with self as well. Like, mm. Yeah,
1: I think... It's also fun it comes mm. to my mind, you know, in the in the various different ways of how that can express itself. But to me, it's like, it's not that I don't feel so much like in collaborations that the other carry the weight with me, you know, it's like, I kind of want to clear myself up there a little bit beforehand, because I don't just want to hoof my overload mm. onto somebody else. Like, you know, a little bit of healing and organization work of going like, why is that so, where is there so much there? And, you know. Um, rather than just dumping at someone else but I, I'm just always st- I think it's just opens the horizon as well you know and I mean it depends I've been over the years how would you call that very controlling over over this sort of way I want to express myself and very much um looking back maybe a little bit too tightly so maybe I've even cut myself off some opportunities but like I knew exactly where I wanted it to go and then collaborating I was like really obsessing whether the other person would have the same obsession (laughs) (laughs) in their field and bringing it in so I was like slightly slightly obsessive in that intensity but when I look at it at the core it wasn't entirely wrong because you know like to me the expression comes so close from the heart and it comes comes through in such a clear way a lot of the times not all the time um, but a lot of the times that it's like pulling in collaborations i want to make sure that the other person is plugged in mm-hmm. as well you know that it's not just a marketing opportunity for them or you know and there's nothing wrong but that just is like one of those triggers that like i just don't appreciate just working together out of you know to sell to sell more as such um, I just, you know, I just love the creative process with someone, and also, you know, when you do find sort of a, a good match, it's, it's like i just thinking right, in, a, in a really good relationship. You know, when you look over and you actually admire the other person, you have awe for for the work mm-hmm. of the other person and how they show up and how they how they deal with both. You know, the struggles, but also how they step into into their full expression, and, and to me, that's just very enjoyable in a business world as well you know and in terms of in an offering in a soul-based environment it's like wow how else mm-hmm. can this stuff be done not even that I want to change what I'm doing but just out of you know making life a little bit more dimensional like working by yourself mm-hmm. as a solo entrepreneur it can be sometimes well it's it's just you right? it's your mission and even if that's elevated and beautiful but it's it's always that and so I think collaborating with someone else is just to me it's it's fun as well when when it sort of matches mm-hmm. on that kind of it's like like it needs to be for me light and intense as in intense as the other person has to be also have a certain conviction you know <laughs> but then also light has to be a lot of laughter yeah. you know so like I that that personally works for me very well um intensity but in 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 the expression but then lightness in the in the execution maybe
0: yeah 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 yeah, yeah I get you um so like I think about it, it's- it's like like we learn a lot through collaborating with people, you know, like, and whether that's whether we're working with somebody on our professional capacity, like, you know, to create an offering together or a retreat or a product or whatever mm-hmm. else, or if we're looking to, you know, work with an accountant, a marketing person or somebody else, because in a sense, to me, they're collaborations too, like, because I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like an all in or all out. It's like, you know, if I hire an accountant, like, I want you to not, when I say be at my side, not like 24 seven, but I want that to be the person in my corner that I can turn to, like, Mm. do you know, like, and the same with if I'm working with somebody for marketing or whatever it might be, like, that I want to know you're my little person, like, who I might not see for another six years, but if I come back to you, if you're still here, we will hit the ground running again, like, and to me, it's Mm. like, you know, it's like a relationship that you're bold in, and sometimes those just take time to find the people that are aligned as well, like, because we can't work with people, and then we just realise, actually, it's just not it's not working on some level like and that's okay too because we're going to learn actually I I really needed this and I thought they were going to bring that but they don't or, or they needed this and they thought I was going to bring it but that's just not what I want to do do you know like yeah. so there's a, this whole learning curve off it like and I think sometimes it's nice to sit down and, and have the conversation around like just like you might with your partner like you know like what what is your vision for this like do you know like mm-hmm. what do you think maybe I'm going to bring into this here or you know what parts do you like what do you not like do you know, like where do you feel you're strong at where do you not like you know like what's sort of the vision of how our two energies can collaborate and what's different about the two of them meeting together versus traveling singularly like I think they're really interesting mm-hmm. conversations not because they're going to cut it off but we already begin to see the potentials that there that is there like and I think its it is like um, I can't remember what I was going to say, it's out of my head, but I think it's a really nice space where, like as you said, you get to know the person and you get to see the person, but through that there you also get to see yourself, like, do you know, like you get to see yourself in a different way or you give yourself permission not to be doing everything, like, do you know, like, Mm -hmm. and, and to learn to hand over something to somebody else or to sit down. And have a conversation around something, do you know, like of what this could look like or how's those words going to be used or colors, whatever it is, like, do you know, venues, whatever it might be, the theme, the vibe, but you're, you're speaking it out. Like, and I think depending how you work, some of those things, I find those really. Beneficial, like, because I get lost in my own head, like. So when I'm chatting to you and all, they're like, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. actually, this, this is so easy. This is so, mm-hmm. why can this be easy when I'm on my own? Do you know? Because I get yeah. so my, the, the as I call it, the ball of wool in my head has met twelve other balls of wool and it has got it all tangled up together. Like, do you know? Like, and I think yeah. it's and I think it's really nice when people who collaborate can just be themselves when they collaborate. That you don't feel then you have to become the other person. Do you know, like I think
1: that's that's really important. It's like playing off it doesn't have to be opposites, but playing off the duality, you know, because then you have that sense of the creative tension, you have two different inputs, mm-hmm. and it's always but that can only exist when you can orient around a similar sort of vision or the same values. And I found over the years when I collaborated with people, it's like having similar values in and in a similar direction, a vision for it, you know, that's greater than just the mm-hmm. actual project. It's like, where does this project sits in the greater scheme of the world? And that motivates, I mean, we're both passionate about it, but how we execute it is quite different. I think that's really, to me, that's mm-hmm. fun. That's That's really exciting, right? Because also in the field we're working in, there, there there, are human beings on the receiving end right so and having taught teacher trainings as well I always thought it's it's so interesting to I think for the person on the receiving end to maybe see even two mm. totally different ways or approaches mm. um, but yet ending at the same aiming at the same thing and I think in that way to me it is very much like you know that feminine principle that we're talking about the ability to hold duality the ability to to create not in a hierarchical or in a Mm. fixed linear way but in in this sort of spiralic circumferential aspect where everyone can bring something something in and it can be actually different and it can still be held under an umbrella an energetic umbrella or like a a vision or or, or values so I think and then being on the receiving end what you're also receiving and learning without that ever having to be mentioned is that two opposing opinions can coexist mm-hmm. you know and, and and approaches of of how to to go about um I think that's really. Uh, well, it's kind of confusing as well sometimes when that's the first time somebody comes into a training or into an experience like that it's like well hang on you said a and you said b and I'm like yeah we're all aiming at c <laughs> <laughs> we're just taking different roads to it whoa so it's it's also i think when the collaborators are aware of that that can even even more so open up the expansion for for, for people in this space so and that's i know we've talked about this so often but it's, it's it's not just, you know, when so, so this, this sort of, for me, it's not only about like, what do I need and mm-hmm. I want for the expression, but I'm also always thinking of the receiving and the students. And would that be a fun experience for them? Would that be a meaningful experience, you know, to them hearing sort of what I've been saying for years now, all of a sudden from somebody else as well in a different way, you know? And you know what? You need to go in also with that idea that I think... That maybe the other person has a better point or brings your point across in a mm-hmm. different way. You look over like, okay, I've been hunched around this for eight years trying to explain that. You just said it so succinctly in one sentence. Like, how the hell did that happen? You know, or you might have like the breakthroughs of of like people that you have come into your classes and then go and you know in that collaboration see someone else and they're like, oh my god, I really resonate with you now. And then I think really important is to give students that freedom you know you you held a space together where people might transition mm-hmm. from one teacher to another that might be a sharp a very sharp transition or it could be like phasing in and phasing out so I think collaborations also ask us to really to really clear up our own Mm -hmm. house our own needs our own you know vulnerabilities as well being very clear on them it's like you know fear of loss or you know imposter syndrome and all of those Mm -hmm. things can come up because collaboration sounds so great but when you're when you're going live with something like ideally like I'd like to always collaborate with someone where I'm looking over and I'm letting go on like and bless you that is like awesome what's just coming through through you you know I, I get a kick out of that but at the same time you also got to be strong enough in yourself and go like do you know there will be times when the other person just shows up fully and you have one of those mm. days where you're like why didn't I, be, did I even get out of bed you know <laughs> like, I have nothing to add mm. so being prepared for those situations I think in yourself and then understanding how to communicate with the other person also holding that space of course for the other person because mm-hmm. that can flip you know you can have a great day and want to celebrate and the other person just feels like they want to shrink because yeah. we're all human beings and so being in a in a respectful relationship I think with one another um is also so important but yeah it just, for me comes back to just like love seeing people doing their thing you know and if I can collaborate and spend some time creating some with a person who's doing their mm-hmm. thing. I mean, I love that. I feel blessed.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 So when I was um, supervising with two of my shamanic teachers Not they there, like when they invited me, I was like, yeah, I'll, like I'll, I'll clean windows. I'll literally just clean one. I'll do like literally anything like, do you know, I don't care. I get to be in that room. I literally, I might even mm. chase spiders possibly and that would terrify me. You know, like I was like just so honored to be able to be in that space mm. and watch them from a different angle rather than being the student being helping eventually with the supervising and all there, like and offering rights and all there, like that is a different part of the curtain you're stepping behind again. Like, do you know, like, again, to me, mm. that's just like, that's, that's amazing. Like you were getting to see people. Do what they're brilliant at. That way, like, and not in the way of oh, I'm going to take this and do that. But it's just like I just want to be in this space because it inspires me. Like, mm-hmm. do you know? Like, and I think even like as students, not everyone. I love sitting when there's one teacher I love, but like you know when there's the, the two. It's like you said, like you know, they each have their own gifts, and I love watching two people who each have completely different gifts, and neither is trying to outdo the other. Do you like Mm -hmm. that they're sitting quite happily, excuse me, in their place of power and holding that? And you can see the admiration, no, nearly looking across at each other and all. Like, do you like, but that they're both enjoying it? Like, and the focus is on the people receiving versus themselves. Like, because that's really why we're collaborating. It's like, we're like, actually, this could make a difference to people's lives. Like, do you like, I have these Mm -hmm. skills, you have those, and together they could actually be someone really beautiful. That I could try and do it all by myself, but actually think your energy and your skills and experience and way of viewing the world will add a different dimension perspective to it. So then when Mm. it's offered to the greater world that it actually can make a difference, like, do you know, because me, if Mm. we're putting energy into something, I want it to be something that will hopefully make a difference in people's lives rather than just something to put out there for this moment in time as in just for the sake of it. Do you know, like that way yeah. because, oh, well, because apparently you're meant to launch now in whatever time of the year, like sort of thing, like, or you're not meant to launch at this time of the year, whatever it is. Do you know, like that, it's something you're going, this actually, you know, has an energy that could, when it goes out there and people meet it, shift their perception of themselves and their place in the world as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, uh, timeline is such an important thing, I think. And in terms of, you know, both you have these conversations about the very ethereal and energetics and then also the very practical things because it's like how are you how are you working together mm. like i i personally benefit from someone that can help me anchor something down and in like my drive is filled with like 80 percent finished projects but either i personally run out of energy or something shifts and and there's just not just not going out at this point in time i also understand that's part of my creative process i was like there's a lot of things being birthed and then you know two out of ten actually make it. it's like writing songs not every song makes it on the album you know and then you can still love the other songs Mm. they might come around at a later stage but um but that i also went into i didn't go into self-employment for that only reason but it was one of the reasons where was my my freedom I like doing things in an an unorthodox way. Like, you know, my creative process is, I don't even know, I don't even know how to describe it. You know, It has Mm -hmm. its own sort of wild, it feels like wild animal. Like, you know, sometimes it shows itself and it's like a little scary. And then sometimes you like, you don't know which cave it's hiding in and you can't get it out. You know, it's like, and that goes to timeline. It goes to how it comes out. It often comes out before you have words for it. So when you're working by yourself, you can sort of let that thing be its thing without hurting mm. or or making someone else's life very <laughs> difficult it's just your own you know you just learn to ride the dragon <laughs> you know, It's but when you're in collaboration with someone else it, it both can happen so it can either happen that you know you team the dragon to a point because you don't want to show your messy side of it to someone else and again that comes back to having the right Mm -hmm. collaborators where you go like my I do my my best work comes like it comes so close to the wire it's like when I do my even retreats I of course I understand what where we're going with it but the real download comes usually a week before we go on a retreat Mm -hmm. and it is scary because even after all those years you're like will it land you know now that is on the back of having you know work with sequencing and having work with with anatomy and all those things like there, there are live building blocks sort of that it's just a question of how are they coming together right but when you collaborate with someone the other person's timeline might not be like that <laughs> so it's like you even have to find creativity in the creative process of like how are we doing this because my stuff lands like two minutes before 12. Mm. Like it all comes down and it's like down and out. And it feels where it feels for me most alive. If I go, okay, let's plan a six month ahead of time to very detailed in in very detail. Like it feels I'm, I'm disconnected from the work, but that could be exactly the process of the other Mm. person. The other person might need actually that slow step-by-step unrolling. So I don't know how you see it but like so like in collaborations there's always this this communication around that so you're not dimming your light so you can like you know if this is how you channel stuff you channel stuff you know if you channel it organized Mm. if you channel it well it's not better or worse but that we don't dim our light in that but also at the same time are respectful to the time and the effort of the other person you know Mm. to me it's like um it's just having the conversation like you know going (laughs) this is
0: how I work like because in reality, if, if, then if I can't work with that, I can't work with that. Do you know, if I'm going, mm-hmm. well, no, I need, it, I need it all, like a year, six months beforehand, every single word we're going to say, you know, where every, what it's going to look like, every, everything I need it anchored in, then, then we get to go, well, actually that won't work for us, like as much as we love it, but mm-hmm. maybe what actually could? Maybe it's not you know something that has a shorter process or whatever it might be, it doesn't involve the mm-hmm. longer stretch out, but you get to open up the conversation, like but also like the whole idea of being in collaborations is that we're we're hopefully willing to step outside of our comfort zone as well and try something mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. Do you know, like because the whole beauty of watching somebody else work their way is like you're like, oh yeah, I've never thought of doing it that way. Well actually this has made it really easy and I would have made it really hard you know like you're learning so much yeah. about your own process and how to maybe refine that or where you are missing steps or where you're stretching them all out to 16 months where they don't need to be that way so to me you're learning so much and it's willing to go in okay like that freaks me out a little bit but actually you know why not give this a shot like you know because mm-hmm. the you know almost the cost benefits come to me, not in the not in a monetary sense but asking I want to work with you that much that I'm willing to give it a shot like and Meet mm-hmm. my little perfectionist who wants it all, anchored down and controlled, and in a box within six six weeks or you know six months before launch date or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. do you know, so it's that you're learning to be cyclical. You're learning to go with the rhythms of somebody else, or to adapt the rhythm of two people to a rhythm of a project. Is mm-hmm. the way I see it. To the life force yes. of that.
1: Because when you when you look at like through the lens of astrology, right? So what really happens mm-hmm. is so essentially in in even in this podcast right so your blueprint is is one thing i'm bringing yeah. my blueprint my energetic blueprint in the moment we come together that has a unique expression we all know that in couples you know the way when when you meet one part of the couple yeah. And then when they come both in together as a couple, they represent something different that, you know, and and, and people respond to them in a different in a mm-hmm. different way. And that's quite natural. That's like there's there's couple blueprints, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's in a relationship, a loving relationship or whether it's in a, a loving business relationship, you know, um, it, that comes in. And then also you always talk about it like the soul of a business, mm-hmm. right? Like, but your your business in itself also has actually... A natal yeah. chart it also has a blueprint in itself so that in itself carries also something so there's a lot of different um, strands that sort of weave weave together but to be be aware of that and i think also our own investment and i think looking back my thing was always where where i got in my own way is that um that was like the coming together of the energies and the uniqueness of the actual expression in the end, I still saw that as, as the extension of my blueprint. Yeah. Right. because yeah, like, you want to yeah. make sure it comes out in a certain way. And so, you know, and I think it comes with experience as well of collaborating with others where you go like, okay, I can like let go of my control freak habits here just a little bit. And it doesn't mean I'm giving up on my mm-hmm. students. It doesn't mean I'm less passionate about it. In fact, I'm actually more, I'm like, again, it's bringing in that coming out of the head and just softening the boundaries a little bit and see like leaving that little bit room for a surprise, for magic, for creativity so that the other person can come in as well. So it's like a, yeah, like I just, I just think, again, it's such an amazing environment for personal growth mm. and, for me personally I was grateful that I did it alone first because it allowed me to not figure out all my issues but at least be somewhat aware of them Mm -hmm. um and for some people it might be exactly opposite you know like I also know some collaborations I know I would have never dreamt that into the world if it wasn't with the other person it Mm -hmm. just would have never landed it would have stayed on my on my drive you know as a file um so sometimes you know even if you don't know ourselves that well, sometimes if you, and again, your gut will tell you, you know, your your hunches, your body, your your love for some will tell you where you go like, you know, if I'm not doing this with someone, it actually is never going to get birth. Yeah. And it doesn't always mean that you're just too scared mm-hmm. and you should work on all of your fears. Sometimes literally something needs to come through two, three, four, five people. Yeah,
0: it needs other cogs. Like it needs another flavor mm-hmm. in it. Like, I'm not very Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but I think, again, just looking back at sort of, when we've co- collaborated before, prior to this podcast as well, you know, the one thing always stood out, like, we, I actually came to you as a client years ago, and then that developed into chats, professional chats, and then, like, friendship. And before we ever collaborated, I I don't know about you, but I never thought about collaborating in no. a way, because, like, uh-huh. it was just, like different fields but we were so passionate we had like these years and years of chatting passionately about (laughs) you know (laughs) the sort of fields that we're in in the world and like exchanging of what we see is missing in each field and I think that's when the source when that retreat came into being it was like you know we were exchanging between this idea that what I saw a lot in the physical movement world and 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 the yoga world, um, where we have sort of disowned the the subtle and the energetic aspects that are core of the practice, but they just mm. weren't practiced very much in the everyday. And I remember having chats with you where you were like, you know, a lot of people are in their in their light body, they're in they're they're not even in their physicality. They're doing amazing work and on themselves mm. and others, but they're just not ground in their physicality. And we're like, oh my god, what? if we gave a taste to, you know, energy workers, how to be more embodied in themselves, what would that do to their gift, you know, to, to their life? And the same, what if we could like connect yogis in a sense to other people that work day-to-day, not just work with, with, with energy, but also live that, you know? And so I think coming back to that, I think like when we talked about this oh for years, gosh, years. <laughs> Like we didn't meet each other and go, oh yeah, we could collaborate <laughs> together. Like we were just hanging
0: out and having loads of tea. <laughs> that way, like a, a, lot lot, a lot of tea and a lot yeah. of hours just chatting. Um, do you know, like, and then it just naturally grew from that.
1: Like, Yeah. And again, I think it's it's it it's different mm. for everyone, for me personally. And that's also when we look at like the human design, the sort of profile figures we have and other things. For some of us, things will just come, and I know for me, it comes through the familiar network. But it's it's not, you know, it's not the kind of way you can just go like, let's create a lot of relationships. Mm-hmm. So hopefully a lot of business comes through, like, that's not going to work, you know, but it's, it's for me looking back, I learned about human design way after, you know, us going through that process. But looking back to me, that was such a a four in my profile Mm -hmm. I was like yeah we just hung out we vibed we had the same vision we had like passionate conversations about all the things (laughs) that are right and wrong in the world you know and out of that naturally spiral developed this 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 retreat right Mm -hmm. that we that that we held in person for people to have that space um and so that's sort of in terms of collaboration that's where I like to go that that works really really Mm -hmm. well for me that's also it feels a very natural evolvement, you know? Um, What were you bringing just different Mm -hmm. qualities?
0: Yeah, yeah. And Mm. to me, it's like, what I like about it is that you, you, I don't like to strangle a thing. Do you know, like Asin- And And I love that about you. Do you know, like, I don't want to (laughs) strangle it, Asin. This, you know, like that that question was, and this is a wee part of no, for the development and success of your business, We never sat. no, like we never went, this has to, this has to make X, Y, Z. You know, this has to put the bread Mm -hmm. on our table. We were like, we're going to do this. It's not even part of, in a sense, of our individual budget. It's here for the fun. Mm -hmm. And whatever way it goes is perfect. Like, let's just do it to see Mm -hmm. this whole process unfold. What comes from it? What Mm -hmm. happens? Where it goes and all like, and it's like, I don't Mm -hmm. like to go, this has to be something like do you know? Like, because I'm like, okay, yeah. this is what it is for this moment. But then, like, by doing it, we'll see what works, what doesn't work, where we adjust it, where it could be different, or even mm-hmm. let's just move on to something different. Like, do you know? Like, and that's that's the mm-hmm. way I like to work because rather than going, do you know, like this has to be this way. Like, I'll often start a course with people, like, and I'm like, well, I'm kind of thinking, you know, now that we're in it and meeting you all, and I'm in the energy of it. I'm going to hold these extra little classes. And if you want to come, you can come. If you don't, uh-huh. you don't. Like, do you know? And I put mm-hmm. it out there because I'm going, I can see that it will add value. Like, and I'm not going to change the price running because I've decided to add this on afterwards. Do you know? Because I feel yeah. it's needed. Like, do you know? Like, And it's there for if you want to come. So to me, it's always living. Like, so in the moment, it can change. Like, do you know? Like, so in the class, like the idea to me, it has to be able to do that. So you can have the wireframe and the idea of what you're going on with. But then it's only when mm-hmm. you really meet the pure energy of the people in that space, whether it's in person or online, that you go, actually, you know, we're planning to, you know, maybe run up 12 steps and do a whole, you know, I can't pronounce that word, you know, a whole big regime or whatever exercise or something, or we're going to go really deep into the ethers. And you go, actually, they're like, no, we actually need to step really slowly into this. Mm -hmm. You know, you can just tell, like, so to me, it's like you're, you have to, to me, I have to respond to people in the moment, like,
1: Yeah, and I think I'm trying to figure out, you know, how much of this is our experience and how much of this can you sort of expand out to everybody. But I work very similarly, you know, um, never making class plans, stepping into it like you know, and it's not consciously thinking about it, but how people arrive at the reception before a class, how people are, you know, breathing, how, you know, you know your people, you know how they put down their, their, how they usually put down their mat. And then all of a sudden, if they're all of a sudden in the last corner or they, they someone that comes in, puts their mat down and all of a sudden fiddles around their mat and for the right placement for ages and that goes on. But you usually, like, you pick up these small mm-hmm. little bits and it's not that you put a breathing exercise to calm that person. Like that would be way too much, you know, like that would be like, assuming that you understand what's going on that person but you just sense there is there is there's something different and you can sense that for the whole room and and then you teach to that you teach Mm -hmm. alive to that and having met you and you even though in a different field work kind of not really in a different kind of um working in the same way right but we had Mm -hmm. a conversation around that and first we it was easy to have that conversation because we knew each other that well so there was no sense of nobody had to live up to each other's expectations it was just that sort of sense but there was a like I remember I was planning out to a certain degree and then very much like I think we both felt sort of the energy going like yeah now planning more detail into mm. every part of that retreat would be or even the podcast would be too would be way too much. It would kill the energy. Like both of us are working in a different way. We're stepping into the room. So we knew what we were doing over the retreat. We were knew we knew sort of the trajectory Mm. of the growth and the integration, which could be the more intense moments throughout Mm. that timeline. Although you never know, but you know, you kind of plan that onto it. But what actually happened in each class was so alive in the moment and and, and to me that's mm. exciting that's when I get yeah. goosebumps and you know looking over in class to you like what I was teaching and you capturing some <laughs> energy, an energetic shift was happening and we're just like we didn't even have to nod it was just like we just like had everyone's back you know it's this back and forth and um yeah I, I I love collaborating with people like I had somebody assisting me as well um Anya you know who you are <laughs> in class for years and we had a very similar dynamic in that way you know Uh, and I don't even want to call it like that she was assisting me in class she was just I I just was like the registered teacher and that spoke but the physical adjustment you know the way she knew where I wasn't in the room and 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 vice versa there were like these eye contacts and we're just like holding the space together and I think when that collaboration just happens naturally there is something bigger that comes Mm -hmm. through it's like you know that moment of awe where you just go don't even want to say anything (laughs) you know um and to me that's also part of part of the collaboration so on one hand it can be something very pragmatic and going i need someone to pull down a timeline for me but on the other hand for me personally like having someone that's okay to go with that flow as well that allows me to enter that state it's 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 a very special place, right? Because you become one with the Mm. group. And that's usually I experience that only as a teacher, as a yoga teacher alone in the room. But to enter that space with another teacher who came from a different angle in that class and we're all coming in and we're all entering together, it's it's just, you know, it's just very, I think, feel very blessed Mm. to have that as well so collaborations in that way as well are going beyond the physical and the monetary success and they don't have to be one excluding the other you know but it's also they can kind of just like the wow sort of moments that inspire you or that remind you why you're actually doing this and you get to do this with someone else I've never played in a band but I just imagine Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that this is sort of like I'm just learning the guitar at the moment but playing with Joe sometimes I'm like oh my god if this is actually four or five people who know what they're doing I get the idea of being in a band and just sensing when the other person is, is slowing mm-hmm. it down or is come you know you're, coming in bringing the vocals in. You're listening like you're feeling the yeah. rub off but like uh, I watched Liam show me yeah. a video of a guy
0: who was invited onto the stage I think it was in New York somewhere and They gave him like random words and he had to make up a melody, like, you know, with the whole orchestra. And it was just, and and I think it was 10 minutes he had maybe or five. And just to Mm. watch it was absolutely amazing because he was just listening to the flow. To me, the flow of energy, but the Mm. flow of the music, the rhythm of it and adjusting it in that moment. Like, do you know, like, and to me, like that comes from experience. Like, so in the first few years, I wouldn't have been able to do that there because you're so in that Conscious learning and conscious and holding a space, and you're more than likely stole so much of your own stuff. You're working through, and you really want to be prepared. Do you know, like so, it's the idea we go through the steps of learning so that we can then let go of some of those sort of stru- I'm not going to call them structures but sort of those things that hold us so templates that hold us in place so that we can mm-hmm. still go on like because we're, what we're not saying is like we just show up and like you know, created something not even looked at it just came up the name put up a page and showed up there's a lot of work and a lot of thinking goes into all this and the holding mm-hmm. up the space and the creating of the energy off it and then we have mm-hmm. it, the sort of the wireframe as I would call it there and then we allow it to be adapted if it needs to be and if it doesn't, that's yeah. fine too, like, because everything's, like the word you mentioned is alive, everything's alive, like, so you've got yeah. to respond to it.
1: And I remember distinctively for the source when we we're in sort of the early stage planning, I think it was possibly two years before we actually did mm. the first retreat together. So it was a long time before that. And we were going through all structures and then, you know, we could feel the energy behind it, it was pushing us and we all, like had these, you know, these, these, these spaces where we met and we developed the material and then all of a sudden no, no, do you remember that like the wind when- just was out we're like it's like okay it doesn't want to add anything anymore okay is it finished no it's not finished well, it's just gone into hibernation and <laughs> <laughs> we're like 80 percent through we're like all geared up and i remember because i was so relieved because i felt like pushing hmm. this now through would do a disservice to this this whole project what's coming through right and you said it actually, like, we just give it a pause? And I'm like, I'm so grateful that you actually said that because I would not have, like, taken it mm-hmm. off and I would not have wanted to push it through, but it's exactly what it needed. And I think the pause, was it a year? Yeah, it, was it was like, I don't know, it felt like looking back. Yeah. It, was, it felt like forever, you know? And we haven't even talked about it in the meantime. We just went back to having chats and yeah. coffee. <laughs> you know, we're working on a different project. We're just having a good time together. And, and, and all of a sudden like i felt it coming in within me again and then you know i just i don't know who brought it up or whatever but like obviously it was kind of the energy was pushing through you again and we just knew the timing was back and so you know these are the little things like i work a lot with that with that kind of timing divine timing or whatever you want it's like it's like respecting the growth process of whatever you're creating that's what it is to me and having someone else to respect that too, that's necessary for me. And that's different at procrastination. Mm-hmm. That year pause was mm-hmm. not procrastination. Like we were ready. So we were listening to that. So to me, that that's also important, you know, because then when it came out and how it was born, uh, was beautiful. And then obviously COVID happened and four months after that. So we got to have two two beautiful <laughs> retreats in full flow. And then there was no more travel. We had it in January mm-hmm. and then February, March, everything closed down. Yeah. Um, but then we also, remember that, we also noted, do you know what? This is not something that in that shape or form we want to bring online. Yeah. And then we, I remember yeah. we had this conversation. It's like, okay, do we go into recreation process? Is that what, what the energy wants? Does it want to be reshaped into some online aspect? And it was a clear mm-hmm. no from both of us, right? It was like, okay, so guess. And it was it was. Like, you know, super successful in like in the modern world of looking at success as well in, in, in the people attending, but also successful in terms of what we had as a feedback from everyone, you know, the experience they had. And, um, yeah, but it was, it was, it was the two retreats and the planning was a couple of years. But I think that's, that's the other aspect of like you mentioned earlier on. I think we talked about that in a previous episode. uh, Like, how much is at stake? For us, there wasn't, a, we didn't, you know, a mortgage or yeah. a rent payment didn't rely on it. We didn't have any expectation outcome. We just wanted to create whatever wanted to come through in the most beautiful, authentic way possible, yeah. Yeah. right? And so it's paused. I, I still feel it sort of in the ether at <laughs> times in a totally different way. Mm. But, um, you know, just honoring that timeline and going like, yeah, something, something else might come through as well. Yeah. You know? It's
0: like look, yeah. things have their own lifespan. Do you know, like, and sometimes they're just taking breathers uh-huh. and other times they're complete. Do you know when that experience together is complete or that cycle of that experience together is complete uh-huh. to allow something else, the space to come through. Like, I'm a very big believer, like, and like sometimes just because you birth one thing, it just might need the one showing. Uh-huh. Do you know, like, yeah. even if it is massively successful, some things are just, you know, it's there and it's alive for that that period of time and then you may decide actually you know I in a sense I don't have the energy or I don't feel it wants to actually be back out in the world again like and that can be a pain in the back end you know Uh, because you've put uh. your time energy and blood sweat and tears into the thing like do you know that way and people will have loved it and given you great feedback and to me it's like I have to respect and honour myself at going that doesn't want because I know if it'll go out it will it will fall on deaf ears. I won't even be noticed yeah. because it's going, uh, uh, you know, because it's creating or clearing a space for another iteration of something to come through. You've grown through that space to allow yeah. something else to land mm-hmm. through. Like, and some other times projects are there for years, like, do you know, like, or they might evolve mm-hmm. and change. And I think we've got to let them be alive. Like, and when we're working with other people, mm-hmm. I think both people have to allow them to be alive, like. And for somebody to go, yeah, I just don't think mm, I can't. I I I just don't feel a call to do that one again. Like, do you know, like? But let's mm-hmm. like hold space to see what else comes through.
1: And to me, that is that is really the lived essence of doing business. You know, when we talk about rise of the feminine, which is really very, war- I don't want to say wealthy spread at the moment, but it, it, it's, it's definitely in the forefront of a lot mm. of people's minds now. There's, there's a, thankfully a huge shift. And what I'm also noticing is that this, this, this new way of understanding ourselves, and when I'm saying like the rise of the feminine, that happens in men too. It's the, mm. it's the yin and the yang, the balance of that. Um, but I'm sometimes seeing the content rise, but not the structures rise. So there is this new rise of the feminine being born through the mm-hmm. patriarchal structures of linear thinking. Well, it has to make money. It has to yeah. come out in this time. It has to, you know, like, like the way we, you know, business plan and ABC. And, you know, to me there is like, and whilst we need all of that, because we need also the yang, Like there has to be definitely a balance within the yang, you know, (laughs) like that we have to work globally. Like there's no doubt that there's there's a heavy leaning Mm -hmm. on on the yang expression or overly yang expression of all of us, even within ourselves, how we communicate. But to me, that's what collaborations also offer. They offer an insight into, you know, because you're not just yourself. It's sometimes very difficult to catch patterns Mm. within yourself but when you, you might see playing out in the other person, or you might project it onto the other person or be mirrored back to you in some way or another, where you go, okay, are we actually honoring, you know, are we just talking, just mouth servicing the sort of rise of the feminine? And whilst that it's important to talk about it, are we, and to what level are we integrating that in how we're doing business? And to me, that's what mm-hmm. this is about. And so when the way we developed the source, to me, was a deeply feminine way, we didn't talk about it. Like it, it, it was like, it, it yeah. was in that way. It's like, that's how you've always created. That's how I've always created. And then when we came together, this is how we've always created the same with the podcast and, you know, um, possible future collaborations okay. that are coming out. But to me, that that's the, you know, that's the fun side of figuring out within my own business how much you and how much young how much structure and how much wildness because just the feminine just the the holding just let's go with the flow also there can also be a toxic side to that or too much side of that too you know I mean we're far generally speaking far away from that as a society considered but that doesn't mean it doesn't happen Mm. in ourselves you know through procrastination or like you know not stepping into authority or not valuing out like there are many Mm. aspects of where that already is present as well but i think that's a whole topic for another episode or two or three um but i think in in this scenario it's like as a business owner as a sole led business owner in collaboration where and how are those dynamics playing how are they playing out in your own thinking how they playing out in your own action and how, what are the business structures you're laying down? Do they leave room for a project just to kind of all of a sudden take, you know, three years to come in for a hot second and then yeah. back out, you know? And how are you labeling that? Is that then a success, a failure? Is that what you're trying to force recreate or can we step more into the flow of the receptivity of what comes through, and how do we bring it in? How mm-hmm. we channel it in? But then use also the healthy, young expression of structures of business plans, so something can come out because, like, you do have to pay yeah. your taxes yeah. at the end of the year. It doesn't matter how energetically no. you're going into that expression, <laughs> the taxman will knock on your door. So you know, this is this is, but this is to me, this is what we see globally or the shift we want to see globally has to play out and I keep saying it, it has to play out through the individual and it plays out how we show up in our relationships but it also shows up how we p- show up in our business and our business relationships so you know maybe a little bit of internal questioning we all need that at time you know we go like oh have I gone a bit way over towards yeah. one side or the other side
0: mm-hmm. yeah. like the, the pushing and the making it happen it's kind of yeah. like giving birth like a little come out when it needs to come out like if we let that space in the right environment is there for that to happen too like and the support around there is to happen like so it's the same Mm. to me with projects working as an individual or working with other people like that each thing has its own timeline like and Mm. you can Mm. Mm. make it come out sooner like but to me sometimes you're missing just little little fine tuning not even fine tuning but just little energies that want to come in that Let's, to me, it's like you're letting it percolate. Do you know, like you cook a meal and the yeah. next day it always tastes better? Like.
1: It always does. Do you know, like, and so,
0: so to me it's like, if I just, does it need that extra little bit of time? Like, you know, does it need that little bit of extra space? Does it need a different flavor? Does it need a different input? Do you know, like what could make it maybe more special if I was on the receiving end? What would I like, you know, to be receiving mm-hmm. from that? Like, do you like what kind of space mm. do I want people to really step into versus just creating the content to me it's like you're creating the whole container the environment so people are ready in a sense being added into it before they're actually there even like
1: mm. and I remember I was chatting so often about it uh, the zeitgeist you know the sort of years back world chat never like i cannot put like workshop dates down you know a year ahead of time it's like as well like we're talking to studios like i don't know what i'm gonna teach you You can book me in for a date i can show up on Mm. that day i have a rough idea where we're going within that but what exactly it needs is like it's the sense of the time you know and i think sometimes sometimes you know, things, sometimes they come through very succinct and need to be birthed and out they go and then they're there forever. But sometimes things come through instead of clues, but they're not to be implemented right away. Mm. So they're, they're almost giving you an idea. They're preparing you, you know, to open up to certain possibilities. And sometimes you need to trial run a few of them because it's not always that obvious which one is which. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the 80-20 rule kind of thing, you know. Um, but but when things sort of are coming in, there's also like they're preparing you. So, you know, they're preparing you, but maybe the people who who are on the receiving end aren't, when I'm saying not ready, I don't mean that in like mm-hmm. they haven't grown enough to just be deserving of your offering, but they might just not be like the breakup may not have, have happened in their life, you know, or maybe they haven't lost their job yet, or maybe they didn't get sick of their job just yet enough, or maybe, you know. They haven't pulled a muscle Mm -hmm. just yet. You know, all those little circumstances that need to happen for us to usually show up in a certain environment, you know, so that's what I mean, not ready. Um, So sometimes we hold these ideas and something comes in and they prepare us and we can think about the environment and all of that. But for it to actually land, there's also timing in that, and think, to respect Mm -hmm. that. Uh, Again, like the birth, right? You can kind of, the birth process, like you can kind of get an estimate date, but nature has its own... Mm. own way with you know with stretching it and you know and it just being it was like when we label something as like oh it takes too long or that's coming too early and when we're judging mm. things you know um both <laughs> birth related but <laughs> business related obviously and then in, in, in this way so i think to me when we talk about this in the context of collaboration To me, it helps if the other person has a similar understanding of timing, has a similar understanding of developing, of creativity, Mm -hmm. of keeping creative channels open. um, And also, I just think has a a certain amount of willingness to be aware of themselves and a willingness to communicate. And that doesn't mean that we're always aware of who we really are and what we need. And that certainly doesn't mean that we can actually communicate it. Yeah. You know, like... (laughs) I just know so many times (laughs) we're having this chat long distance not podcasting when we're working on something and you just go like can you just be a bit more specific in that okay, it's like oh was I not it was like, I rambled on for 10 minutes now I kind of get an idea what you mean but can you just you know just have but you know that I need to kind of circle around 20 mm. times and then you go oh is that what you mean I was like that's exactly the word I meant you know mm. so having but you know that I need to go through that verbalization process for the creativity mm. and the clarity to kind for of come out in that card. way Exactly. And if I feel under pressure by someone like, come to the point, come to the point, come to the point, like I give them a palatable answer, but it's not as deep as it could go. So I think having partners and collaborations that, where there's an awareness and a willingness to communicate is, I think it's Mm -hmm. just important. More so than, I think everything else actually can be done. I think you can always, I think the masculine structures I always think can be almost superimposed like you can make everything yeah. profitable like that that's not the problem after. like I was like just get the core thing down yeah. first get the heart into it yeah. and then you can streamline it yeah. to me it. it's like I don't know
0: it like has to be fun like you've got to want to show up for it like you know because in reality you could collaborate with anybody like do you know like anybody like do you know but to me it like has to it has to feed and nourish me as well like it can't just be about mm. producing something like because to me, that's just mm. that's the old world. Like, do you know, like, just produce, produce, yeah. produce, produce. I'm like, I'd rather have something take years, and for it to ha- be fully alive, versus just produce for the sake of producing. Like, because it's my energy too. It, like,
1: it's your energy, and it's also it has. A, it's a question of nutrients density. Mm. You know, like like how densely packed the nutrients is a McDonald's. Do you yeah. know. Yeah. Like, it, it's not going to kill you if I have it once, you know? But if you keep putting that out, I'm not, you know, and not everything that's fast is no, a McDonald's. Definitely not. Because something just lands quick. And you know, and when when that happens, i oh, just write like, it. take that and and yeah, and don't don't double <laughs> or question yourself. Just just go, go with, with that. These are blessings, a hundred percent. But we are sometimes just pushing ourselves exhaust. And I think we see that we see that in the exhaustion. We see the exhaustion a lot in the holistic world, and just generally, you know, women, men as well, women, but also like business owners. You know, it's like this constant running and rushing. And again, it's like. Come back to don't think he's your mate, a person, you know, that said, we need to give him a name. (laughs) Even imaginary name. That's like, you know, when when my my this is what I need for the year in income, when I hit that, I close shop. You know, I think that is I think Mm. that's right up there too. Remember the four hour work week when that came out, you know. I think his principle of closing shop when he has enough is is right yeah. up there. You I know, think it's Paul like,
0: Jarvis, but I could be totally wrong. And Tim Ferriss is a four-hour yeah. work week. I have issues with the four-hour yeah. work week, and I think so does he yeah. now at the stage, like after his own yeah. personal journey, like. But it's the concept, and uh-huh. or Essentialism. Is, sorry, another book, Mark McEwen. I think it's Mark McEwen uh-huh. or Greg, Greg McEwen, and he's two books. And I'm like, that's what I want my life to be. My God, yeah. like you know, he doesn't let on that he's got a. Mastered, but as two books, you're just like, it's mm. very much like, you know, why are we doing so much? Why are we constantly going mm. to do new, 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 new? And sometimes that is like we're mm. birthing something new, completely different mm-hmm. um, for ourselves. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we automatically will throw out something that is really solid and we love and we enjoy and people love and enjoy because it's maybe not on trend, like, or we think, you know, it's not in this moment. Whereas you're like, but no, if you enjoy that and people enjoy that, And it's still got loads of life in it. Keep going with it like. But we're into saying it has to be new.
1: It has to be new. And it also has to be sometimes, you know, we jump on labels very quickly and we can misinterpret them. And it it helps the message initially to get to a broader audience. But we know what happens when messages reach a broader audience. It means they have to be dimmed down a little bit. Happened to yoga, happened to, you know, most things in this world. You're like, if it's palatable, to a lot of people, if that if that what needs to happen, we need to make it like what's the lowest common denominator denominator? Usually, you know. So, I'm a little mindful that this does not happen to the whole rise of the sacred feminine. You know, um, we need a strong push for sure, but I hope we don't dim it down, and I hope we don't um, underestimate. You know like what I'm trying to say is to not jump on the bandwagon because you feel guilty so doing your business solo if mm. if this is working well if you are a figure person as in figures if you're a person that like like structure works really well with structure has a very coherent way in that way and there's no anxiety around that you just feels good and that's how you produce your outcome like don't feel threat. you're not doing life wrong you're not doing business wrong you're not missing out on the sacred feminine at all. Because sometimes it can be labeled that, yes, the sacred feminine is about collaboration, Mm. but it's also collaborating Mm. with yourself, like, you know, relating to yourself. So to not take the label and go, if you have a valid output that you go, this is juicy to me. My students seem to kind of really enjoy people getting something out of it. Like financially, it makes sense. I have still time for myself. You know, mm. if, if that's going, you, you're not that far off from like the sweet spot, yeah. you know. So then don't force collaborations because that, again, is fitting into the patriarchy. And so that's where we really got to watch that the patriarchy doesn't overtake sort of mm. the rise of the feminine that it's, you know, the feminine is not just another log that we put onto the fire of the patriarchy. I think, like, I've seen it in just so many beautiful healing traditions happening. You know, we all have seen them being dimmed down and used for ulterior things that let's see really the importance that's in there, but for that, we really need to recognize that within ourselves. And again, trying to fit in is actually a patriarchal you know expression mm-hmm. so if you're doing business solo figure oriented you know good plan figures out there you you're hitting your target you're having fun doing that like don't let anyone mm-hmm. tell you that you have if it sense it feels good don't let anyone tell you that you're not good enough because you now need to also include collaboration. or you'll never
0: make it or you'll never earn enough uh, or you'll never be xyz unless you're working with somebody else like that in effect yeah. you're being told that you're not enough as you are which is yeah. bullshit, like, do you know, like, you know, so it's up to us as individuals to decide, yeah, I, like I adore collaborations and I, I would love to have them eventually, do you know, like with the right people or I'm open to them or yeah, just not my cup of tea at the minute, like, do you know, like, but that does yeah. not in any way means my business is less than or anything else or my expression of or self. Are you less as yeah. a human? Mm-hmm. That way, like nothing, like, do you know, So it comes back to our needs and why, why do I feel I need that there? You know, why do if I find this thing? Oh, I need to. Why is it because I've been told that's the next logical step in your business like sort of thing? Or is it because, you know, I really do would love this sort of input and I don't want to go studying 10 years of X, Y, Z, but I love that input in my work because so I feel it's a vital part. And that might not even be a collaboration. That can be where you have your guest speakers or your, you know, the person comes in for the Mm. one class to share about X, Y, Z. Like so even Mm. within collaboration, it can be very different versus, you know, like just working with a person or two different people or whatever. Like, do you know it can be where people come in and play their little role in a sense, like and get remunerated for that in exchange for that? Do you know like but then like they sort of move on and they're not there for the whole thing, but you maybe have different flavours popping in and out like
1: and that's creativity yeah. like that's using your creative freedom as a human being using your creative freedom as a soul-led business owner you know it's stepping into that and it's also stepping into your own authority again you know it's like when you said, like oh I've been told you know I've been told to do this and then you know you're gonna adjust your business to that well who is that that's mm. telling you and it's not that that person is wrong they might have a very good you know background and intention and come from a loving place and it's an opinion to possibly re- really sit with and consider but you know are you giving your mm. authority away it's like okay that's a that that's an interesting point of view let me sit with it and let me sense into what the decision around that is rather than i'll need to do this because what what i've learned over over you know, years in businesses, if you take, if you put your authority externally, it, this is gonna, be, you might as well go back into employment. Like, big, be- no, because it's, it's literally, oh, no. it's more predictable in that way. You know, the reason why I'm in self-employment also is because I find that is a little bit more predictable, as unpredictable as it is. But I know when when the floor is going out from underneath my business, you know, you're in a big corporation. They're not telling you until like you're, you know, you get the letter and go out the door. You know? <laughs> it's like, you don't really know if the sales figures aren't just, you know, you just don't know all these parts because it's so broken down in your own business. You do know. So But there is, like, the sense of, like, we are in our own business, soul-led business, because obviously we feel that's the best container to bring the Mm. message through. So I'd be be a little, I don't want to say guarded, but I'd be healthy boundaries and healthy considerations around people that are poking on and at your business, like unsolicited advice, you know, Mm. like... I always feel like they hook into our fears. Ooh, your, pain as, as your pain points. Your pain points. A hundred percent. And if you've done any marketing point, of course, like I the kind of, it. I don't want to say shady marketing, but the kind of the, the lower frequency of marketing, it's like figure out your, you know, identify a need, find mm-hmm. out the, the pain points and, to and sell to that. That You know, that's the, like, I, like hate I learned it. The, that was back in the. And it's still like being marketed strongly. And it's still there. And so we got to go, is in my marketing, am I embodying the patriarchy there? You know, or am I inclusive in the mm-hmm. femininity and going like, you know, I'm not playing to your pain points, you know, like the way the face creams do. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, I always thought, Like I don't know about like... <laughs> At the time, you know, when, um, Desperate House was all out and then Eva Longoria with her hair, beautiful hair for L'Oreal the ad. I'm like, yeah, she had her hair before. <laughs> you know, she was like, I, I don't, I doubt that she was using you know L'Oreal yeah. all her entire life to get that hair but like somehow you put that one and one together and the rest of us goes like oh, gotta take that shampoo to do that whilst it might be obvious for us that we like shampoo and hair that doesn't happen It ha- that same mechanism happens on subliminal messaging all of the time so where are you being sold to as a solopreneur mm. as well you know even the concept of collaborations are you yeah. being so like if somebody at adv- I, I don't know like my dad always told me is like when somebody wants to, you know, convince you of something it's just like, or sell you something, it's just like go like, or like they kind of like have these like constantly pushy ideas and you're like, what's mm. in it for them? And it's not that it's wrong, but it's just good to know, yeah. you know, it's good to know if there's an incentive or like there's a little, oh, by the way, we also sell you this and this. And that can't be a handy thing, but if your business is running smoothly and you're happy, you might not need mm. that, you know? Mm.
0: So I think on that little note, will we wrap up? Um, I think, Mm. you know, really considering she's just said there, like, you know, you know, like, what does my business need? You know, like, and then with collaborations, I definitely don't think your whole business success depends on them like that way. Like, and as much as they're being advertised now and promoted now is to really come back, as we said in every episode we ever chat about, come back to your own inner authority. Really listen deeply, deeply, deeply to that. Does it feel expansive? Does it feel exciting? Does it feel like, you know, that's something you want to put your energy into? Does it feel like it will nourish you, feed you? Do you know, like, and really consider all of those things. Like, and then, like, you know, do you actually really want to put the energy into it as well? Like, do you know, like, and then if you do go for it and enjoy the whole stretching that it will invite you to do, (laughs) (laughs) because it's the beauty of collaborations and relationships of all kinds you Mm -hmm. will be stretched but in a really beautiful and good way like and then receive I think too in collaborations it's lovely to receive what you see in somebody else potentially is in you as well like not the way they do things but if you're like oh my god they're so eloquent or they're so you know they can so bring something in so easily then maybe I can learn to do that as well like not in the way they do it but maybe I can begin to Mm -hmm. see that in myself like so thank you I love that thank you dear listeners and we look forward to connecting with you next week and as always if you have any little questions at all send them our way and we will see if yeah we might chat about them Um, but otherwise enjoy the week ahead and thank you for your Mm. time bye
1: thanks everybody bye
0: we'd like to thank you for listening to the Air School Podcast hosted by Rosalie McNally and B.B. Dallon if you'd like to find out more about the podcast you can follow us on Instagram or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work you can check us out on our websites bbdellman.com and thethirsty soul.com